I'm kind of nervous. Why are you nervous? Because <laughs> it's been a wrap. <laughs> you know you got to count us down, Wolf. We uh, say this every week. Got you coming in. Countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, so I got some bars that I want to drop, okay? Okay, so don't come for me, but I do this shit, okay? We're kind of nervous. <laughs> you got this. It's just... No, you know, I got, you no, know no. there's a technique into performance. You got to breathe. You got everything I'd be right. I got to make sure I pronounce my words so y'all understand what I'm saying. Let them see this side of Mukuna. Right, the side that I'd be hiding, my little I karaoke side. <laughs> so these, this was a, this was written by me in like 2019, probably. Life in Nigeria is hard. Everyone hustle. Little kids starve. The country is corrupt. Some are privileged. Some still live in huts. But mama didn't want kind of life for us. Just to feed herself. She woke up at the crack of dawn to put money in her pocket. That poof is gone. But we are so blessed. Her sister got a ticket for the U.S. Could have been born on that plane. But I'm a U.S. citizen. After seven days, gave birth to a legend with a dope ass name. Now I went to bus state and I crossed the stage because everything mama did for me won't die in vain. And mama, I know I used to cause a lot of pain. I fought every day. Took 18 years to change. But I promise you, nothing will ever be the same. Because I'm going to be great in Jesus' name. I pray. Hey man, okay, sis. I okay. Oh yeah, snappy snap snap. I don't even know. Are we snapping, clapping? Where's the money? I want to see money. Someone sign me. Thank you. You know, I haven't heard you like you know do the poetry little rap thing in a minute, but I, I like I it. Shit, I gotta start writing again. That That's what good. I'm gonna do. Thank you. I'll be back at it again. Back at it again. So how you liked it? You liked it? I fucks with it. I like it's it. Fire, right? You should be doing this more. Like I remember back in like middle school and stuff, saying over your house, be writing raps, rapping poems, all of that stuff. Like what happened to that? You got us a taste. No Girl, don't let that me. stop you. Don't let that stop you. We got this platform here now. You might as well just got discovered. You never know, right? You never you know. know. You never know, right? Never they know. might ask me to be on a feature with Burner Boy. Who knows? <laughs> Um, but yeah, maybe I should get back to you. Definitely should. Um, and you should let the people know our people. What the fuck was that? I don't know what I was going with that. I don't know either, but <laughs> what's up, our people? Thank you for tuning in on another episode of the Fang Podcast. I am Mukri, your co-host, you know, aka rapper. Um, and this is my lovely, my beautiful, my ray of sunshine. <laughs> It's you, the yellow, right? It's the right. It was the yellow. The with yellow. the blonde. Yeah, <laughs> it was the yellow. Um, that's Rebecca. She's going to go ahead and introduce herself. Yes. Um, well, thank you for introducing me. Uh, but my name is Rebecca, the other host of the Fang Podcast. Um, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is season two. I'm happy to be here. I'm sure you're happy to hear what we have to say. Today's going to be very interesting. Yeah. With a capital G at the end. Okay. A capital G? Yeah. I meant to say capital I, but G came out. Okay, I was about to see where the I came from, but I got so it out. Interesting. Don't do that. I had a moment. I had a moment. <laughs> I had a moment. Um, but yeah, so this week's topic, where are we going to start? Well, I mean, if you've been up to date on like, you know, the news, the media and everything that's been going on, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Um, it's a sad, sad day out here, guys. It's a sad day. Um to think that we've gone back, is it was it 70 years, I think? 
over 70 years? Or 50. I think it's 50. 50. I don't know. Don't come for me. <laughs> I don't remember. In the I don't words know. Of don't come for I don't her. know the actual number, but you know, to think that we've gotten so far in our society to just go back and I don't know. Like, what are some of your thoughts on this? I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. Well, like when you think of Roe Ro v. Wade being overturned, what's the first thing that just what's what's the first thing you think of? Um, choice is the first thing that that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, it's taken away a woman's right to choose what to do with their body and their pregnancy, and it's just it's kind of crazy how it's all ha- every. There's just so much things happening in the month of June, or oh, is it July? July. Whatever. In the last 30 days, there's just so much going on. But my first thought is choice. And it's crazy because America prides itself on giving people the choice. Free will. Exactly. But, okay, we're going to let the government run the pussy, okay? (laughs) Um, But before we even go into sharing more thoughts, we do want to introduce to you guys our guest... I'm excited. I'm really and truly so honored. Oh my gosh. Uh, I feel so special. Well, you should be. Are we recording? Yeah, Period. Because oh. that's going to be in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. before we even go into the discussion, introduce yourself. Give Shout yourself oh out your gosh. Instagram, all that stuff. Okay, so my Instagram is yay, Y-A-Y underscore O-O-O. That's three O's. Um, Yeah. People call me Yayo. My name is Yael or Yael. Everybody says it different, so I really, really couldn't even. It's sad, right? Because that's like yeah. your identity. And they all say it. Yayo, 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 Yayo. If it was me, I would have been correcting them every time, but you yeah. don't even know it. I don't know. But like when it's like really bad, like Yale or Yael, like it's only four letters and it should all be like, it should correlate, but I, I guess not. It's Okay. Know. In this world, nothing correlates clearly. And that's how we get back to the whole Roe versus Wade thing. So do you have anything that you want to say in regards to that being overturned? Well, I feel like if that could be overturned, at this point, we should be expecting anything and everything to change from, like, here on now. Like, who's to say will be like segregated in the next like 20 years at this point. Oh like, damn, I hope not. No, I would hope not, but like <laughs> I feel like that should definitely be like a something thought, like this could happen. You know? It's like what else? Yeah. What's next, I should say. It's possible. I think it's possible. Definitely. Especially now that um black people are starting to create their communities a little bit more like now people would just want to hire only black people yeah. you know it's kind of way it's not segregating but in a way it's a division no, so i was staying with their own right so it's kind of if you you saying that it kind of makes a valid point and it's not it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing either i it's feel not. like especially in these times black individuals and just individuals of any like race should want to do more for their people but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like with everything going on right now, like we should be at least a little more concerned with the things that are like happening because it's it's getting crazy out here. Yeah, they what they did, what they did, banned abortion. Uh, <laughs> they banned abortion. So I've learned that they didn't they didn't ban okay, not abortions, banned. but they gave the state 
the state's um, state governments the permission to yeah is it like state by state state by state yeah now the state gets to choose federal thing so having an abortion is no longer a constitutional right it's everything is based on whether the state says you can do it or the state says you can't do it right so for me like I'll be I think I'll be expecting states like Texas to ban abortion down south yeah Minnesota down there yeah because you know they behavior kind of wild politically well politically or biblically Biblically, biblically, morally, should we say? Morally. Last time I checked, church and state are separate. It's not. It's not given that. It's not. It's not given that. It's never <laughs> separate. All. The moment you go in front of a judge and they say, put your hand on the Bible and tell you to swear to tell the truth. That is true. There is no separation. That's true. I never even thought about it like that. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that. it. I love thinking about it. Because even there was even like one time that I think like it was a Islam judge getting... um. I think the word is going to be wrong, like, but getting instated into the whatever, into the system or whatever, they, she wanted to swear on the Quran. And it's like, okay, where the separation at? Because mm-hmm. now y'all religion play a big choice. And then it's like, same thing with down south, like Texas, they, they use the Bible to justify their laws. It's weird. It's giving me Leviticus. Okay? I'm telling you, we're going backwards. We're and back. it's... I don't know. Like like I said, it doesn't have to be a negative thing either, but I feel like it it just all should be considered into its own type of like thing. Like we could be taking on a lot of like what I feel like the Jewish people do, like building up their own communities and like sticking strictly to yeah. themselves. Yeah. Like that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not like Nah, but they got money. But hey, that's what I'm saying. Building up your own, your own culture, your own community, your own people. So it's not necessarily bad. It's all in like how we choose to take it and what we choose to do with it. I I feel feel. like there could have been a different way that went about, you know, Roe v. Wade being overturned because with abortion, it's like a blanket kind of thing. Abortion, all abortions... You can't do it anymore, you know, if that's what the state decides to do. Meaning if you have a miscarriage, you cannot terminate the pregnancy. If the baby, if the embryo is developing in the fallopian tube instead, you can't do anything. If God forbid something happens to mom and she needs to have surgery, well, we can't terminate the pregnancy. It's state law. And that's a big thing too. Like, I don't think people understand how like detrimental and how like hard it is for a woman to have a baby, especially a black woman or any woman of minority to have a baby and survive is, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother situation within itself. Yeah, our survival rates for um, pregnancy is the lowest. Low, the very lowest. Low. I'm scared. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And it's like, regardless of what age you are, are you even ready to bring a child into this world? You go from taking care of just yourself to not having to provide for you and a whole nother human being. Like just thinking of thinking about that for some people, that's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) Or the circumstance though, like imagine, you know, like to anyone who's ever been sexually abused or assaulted, like my prayers to you, but like imagine like going through something like that, having a baby and having to go through that without even having the choice of like, no, I don't. Exactly. want to keep this it's crazy to me you didn't have a choice to begin with right now you have no choice but to go through with it like 
to put someone through that, the pain that could happen even after the baby's born, if they decide to keep the baby, how are they going to... We don't even get. We don't even get. When it comes to pregnancy, women don't even get a great maternal maternity leave. Like it's only just a couple of months, and then it's back to work. If you don't go back to work, your pockets is gonna be hurting. Exactly. So basically, Saucy Santana has some really, you know, saucy comments to make about being the blueprint for women, which is. Which I don't quite understand because women are the blueprint. You cannot have you without a woman. So how can how can because of your sexuality, you deem your sexuality to be the blueprint for all trends that women make? How, how does that make that to me that doesn't make sense? Like I can understand that being your personality. I can understand that it's your 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 finance, your creative um, ideas. But to say it's because oh I'm gay. That, that doesn't make sense. We're the blueprint <laughs> right. for women. That doesn't make sense. Okay, and now that I know what exactly, because I know we like briefly talked about yo, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 I'm like, don't no, because because <laughs> the fr- okay. So I just want to make it clear. I do not keep up with like any of like saucy who like Santana. Okay, Ooh, like, saucy who? No, no, no. With all due respect, like saucy who? Like okay, Santana, cool, cool. But like to really, I don't really keep up with mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But like. Now that I under I know in full what was said because I was quick to be like to an extent I understood as far as trend, but to say blueprint for women, no, 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 no. Obviously we are the blueprint, but as far as like gay culture definitely plays a part into our culture. Culture, like our society, mm-hmm. like down to the slang that we use, down to, you know, certain dances where we go uh you know things like that of that nature that I can agree with and understand like that without a doubt um but to say you're the blueprint for yeah. women oh you tried see that. I didn't know what exactly <laughs> it was the twist of words <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's what I'm saying had it had been more of like a okay like no gay culture is like a trend for, you know, women or whatever, however you want to go about it. That aspect of it, I can understand. But, like, to say you're the blueprint? How? What she said. (laughs) I wonder if the mic picked that up because last time it got the sirens. It did. It did. It caught the (laughs) sirens. So that was interesting. I didn't like his choice of words. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was very degrading to say. Like, you could have said anything in between your songs. You could have said about anything. But it's like when he said those, I didn't think he... He didn't think twice about what he said. Mm -hmm. And kind of understand, because that's his person. It was just a poor choice of words, I feel like. Because I feel like what he meant to say was, like, about the cultures, about the trend. Not that gay men or gay people are the the trendsetters the blueprint for how women are like yeah. it's not like that maybe with the culture like you know like she said the slangs that we use how we dress in certain ways how we might say certain things yeah but blueprint no if anything we're the blueprint and it sucks too because like yo bro you're black you're a black man yeah <laughs> you're a black <laughs> man <laughs> so like do better babes yeah i didn't i'm Especially at the fact, like, I feel like black women support the LGBTQ community a lot when it comes to them upholding themselves. I think women, period, 
really support the community. Definitely. So it was like, why would you make such a comment like that? Mm-hmm. When if we're probably your biggest support system. Like, we support you guys being unique. Like, even, for instance, th- look at Gabrielle Union and, and I forgot the husband's name. Dwayne Shit. Wade. Dwayne Wade, yeah. <clears throat> them, you see them and their son. Right. Like, they are, they are always supporting their child. Their daughter. Their daughter. Yes. Oh, excuse us. Excuse sorry. me. I'm still learning. Daughter. The day who's, <laughs> the days his, her pronouns, things, I'm still learning. Like, definitely. Don't come for me. Yeah, it does take time <laughs> getting used to. It gets time no, getting used to. Does. Especially with the they, them, because when you, we learned it as like a plural sense. So when you're saying yeah. it in sentences, it's kind of like, wait, it's one person. Like, yeah, that's their pronoun. Oh, duh. Exactly. Yeah. I, have, and, I have people I know, like, and I just, Bro is universal at this point because I can't like I it's, I really do like I try and then I just forget like I'm sorry but bro is is just gonna be the term yeah we're not trying know. to offend no one we apologize nobody yeah so I'm sorry don't come for me it was an honest mistake but but what I was saying is the amount of support that they give her right every a lot of people don't get that in their communities but. One thing I always say is always the mom first. It's always the mom to show some support or somebody in their life that they see as a motherly figure. Okay. That to uh, that allows them to really be like, be who you are. So in most cases, yeah. In most yeah. cases, at least from the cases I've observed and what I've seen mm-hmm. around in my lifetime, it's always <laughs> the woman. So it's kind of like, okay, don't be as backwards. Because like, um, when he had said that, my sister had made the comment about what Tupac had said in his song about like, do we hate our women? Yeah. And we disrespect our women. All that. And it's like, damn, you're not lying. Like, you kind of hurting my feelings now. Because I didn't know being a woman had to be so hard. But yet, but when we is. say we want soft life... But it is. Everybody want to be coming for us. Like, how you expect us to be soft? Women go through rape. Women go through domestic abuse. Women get attacked. Well, women don't have the choice to their own bodies in some states. So it's like, y'all want, yeah, we want soft life, but y'all want us to be delicate and submissive. Right. But y'all making try. us work. Y'all making Once us strong. You try to be delicate and submissive. Boom! They try and pull one over on you. Boom! It's Take a black advantage. eye. Which is crazy though. I'm happy you said that because like a, I think like a few days ago, I was like, I was listening to like some old, you know, the old R and B tunes, and I was like, wow, like men really used to like sing about us, like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's so independent. I love this. Like, yeah. And now, like, I don't know. It just seems no. Like everything just seems so backwards now. Like, so backwards. oh, it's like y'all don't like us at some point. Yeah. And I'm like, no, when did we? like switch up? When did this become like? A Yo, yeah. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened between what? those times? Why they really do not say nothing no. positive about women anymore? No, and it's like it's like okay, you're not even oh. gonna sneak it in at the ends, like no, in between. Like, yeah, she a whole bunch. She got her own money. Like, no, it's bitch that. Bitch no, is. like I forgot right. the name of this song, but. The first, like the first, like literally the first lyrics you hear. Oh, the first time I met you, I nutted in you because I knew I wanted you, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas are sick. Like that's They're how sick. you try to tell me you love me. Like, are you for real? Giving me a baby and then leaving me. 
Oh my god, nah, these niggas is sick. I never even realized that, and I love oh, me yeah. some R and B. That's what I'm saying. And now it's just like no, niggas be lost. Niggas be wanting to um do the do to some trap music. Mm-mm. The songs be I sounding can't. real good too. At least like the R and B songs nowadays be sounding real good. Whole time be talking shit about her. Yes, but he's so, talking shit. Brent, you know, like burn a boy it. song. Burn a boy song that everybody's over here playing at their weddings. They um last last the song. You know that's oh, yeah. a breakup song. A lot of people thought it was a love song. It's like whole time. It's a breakup song. Yeah. <laughs> but they so happy. Like oh, it sounds so sweet. No. <laughs> no, he said I need the. Drugs. I just my eye oh, we don't cry oh. <laughs> so to tie this back in, so with everything with the whole Ro versus Wade, mm-hmm. Saucy Santana and his comment, I just had to, I was like, nah, I need to look up women's rights in Nigeria. Okay, and come, I'm not surprised because I feel like in my upbringing I've seen it, but. To know that it's also in their constitution, in their penal oh, wow. codes, in their criminal codes, is crazy. So, <clears throat> so just to let it be known, right? So Nigeria is also a federal state. Mm-hmm. Okay, we live in a federal government country right. or whatever, right? Women make up half the population, but their legal system, they consider it pluralist. Plural, basically. You gonna have to educate me, yeah, girl. I'm educating too. So basically, it's saying like their legal system is made up out of many different systems. So they have the English common law, customary law, then the Islamic law, and then the statutory law. Okay, that makes sense though. Yeah, plural. It, yeah, list, okay. Something like that. I don't know how they pronounce that. Yeah, so like over the years, they've taken from different um countries how they run their government, exactly. and implemented it into making Nigeria's that makes government. Sense. Exactly. So that makes up the constitution, which it starts to become really, not as backwards, but the law starts to kind of degrade women in a sense, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to sex and domestic abuse, or let's say rape and domestic abuse. So what what I liked about the article that I found was that they really did, like, they told you the sections and the subsections of the constitution or the codes Mm -hmm. of where the thing come from, right? So. Right, I know, right? That was, it was well-written. Shout out to them. Because this was a well-written... Article? I wouldn't even know what to call it. Um, something. It's something, though. So basically, so here it is. So under Section 55 of the Penal Code, uh, Subsection 10, it says, Nothing is an offense which does not amount to the affliction of grievance, harm upon a person, and which is done by a husband for the purpose of correcting his wife. I think I've heard of that, actually. That is crazy. So basically, there is no, there's no repercussion <clears throat> if a man puts his hand on his wife if it's basically to correct her behavior? Excuse yeah. me? Yes. So when they said grievances, right? Let me tell you. So when they said grievances, they were saying, grieve, like, you can basically put your hands on your woman as long as it doesn't cause permanent loss of sight, ability to hear or speak, deprivation of any member or um, disfigurement, bone fracture, or tooth dislocation. You know, that actually makes sense because, you know, I don't want to say physical abuse, but physical abuse is pretty common in the Nigerian, Nigerian household. household. That shit is so absurd. It makes, that, it makes sense that that would be, you know, in the law and the government. Exactly. And as a way to, not, on, not only is it in the law, but to protect the men. To protect right? The to men. protect the men. There's another part in the article where he's, where it states that if the man puts his hand on another man, 
he'll get three years in prison. But if the man put his hands on a woman, he gets two years. You see how much respect they have for, them, they have for their for own person. But for someone you call your wife. It's as fucking bad. And it's like that in a lot of places, though. You see it in our cultures here. Niggas be wanting to be out with their bros. They don't want to stay with their girl. They always out with the bros. I'm out with the bros. I'm out with the bros. <laughs> y'all love y'all bros. Yo, like... In the words of my roommate, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Do you? <laughs> right. Fine. But then later on, want a wife. Later on, want. But you yeah. want. You're gonna have. You're gonna make her have your kid. You're gonna make her have your kid. Nah, yeah, go like, with your bro. Your bro, have a baby. Go with, go with your bros. Go that's with what you want, right? Yeah, right. This shit is so ass backwards. <laughs> so and like so when I was like researching that for women, I was like, damn. It you see it at home, you see it at home. Like I remember seeing like, and there's just. Um, I remember like seeing on TikTok how much fear men in the Nigerian household, especially those of a father figure, basically instill fear into their family. Like there was a whole TikTok and it was crazy how many people liked, <laughs> shared and commented on the video. It was just this guy he recorded and in on the TikTok he says, when your Nigerian dad is coming home, it's, it's more of a warning. Mm. And I was like, okay. Damn, I remember kind of running away from the door every time my father come home. Like everybody would run. And yeah. fear is not the way to get respect. You know, you don't have to instill fear on people or even your loved ones for them to respect you. No. Like if you do what you gotta do as a man, you provide, you protect, you, you know, you're there for your family. Respect is gonna be given no matter what. I'm kind of jealous though, because there's some people who they have those great positive loving like fathers that say I love you right but a lot of us in the black community not only in Nigeria but here in America as well we don't have that we don't have that like it's a very rare sight to see even having a conversation with somebody before they were like I was like I made a video telling my grandpa I love him and they were like they commented saying oh my father would never I'm like you should start it up and they were like no because if I said it my father would look at me like I'm crazy I was like damn that's really the life we live. No, yeah. But it's true. Like, I, I feel like this whole take on, like, generational, like, this whole, like, traditional lifestyle that I feel like, or, like, the traditional upbringing, it's, it just sucks. It it's don't work so, anymore. It's so sucky. Because it's like the kids that grew up from, you know, that kind of traditional how you raise your kids, it's like we've experienced it and it's like we don't want to do that for our children. We want to raise right. our children in a different way and see how they come. If I don't want to get too deep into that. But, yeah, just see how they grow and to know that if I could do something different or if I can take some of the values that helped make me who I am, I can instill that in my children and also add my own little flavor to it as well. Right. You know, I kind of think um, now that this they're coining this term soft life, it's kind of interesting. I feel like soft life would stem really well if it starts with the black men. If there could be some delicacy in the way black men are brought up and how they treat others, I feel like that would really, like, there would be like a domino effect yeah. on everybody else because it really, like, black women's strength is based off what they go through <clears throat> with men. Mm -hmm. right like our hard shell like all oh, women being the you know the gangsters right. and like we it was it stemmed from being abused being taken for granted you know being being mistreated by men, men. 
So if there was some delicacy there, then the women, when we upbring our children, there's even more delicacy. Now we don't have to feel we don't have to, we don't feel the need to be too strong. Right. That's why it's important to speak about you know what you've been through or what you've experienced, so people are aware and they know. Okay, this is a change that we need to make, and I, the, there's a good chance the change isn't going to happen you know right away. But if I'm aware of it and I know, okay, I can make a difference in at least one person. That's how the domino effect will eventually, you know, continue to go because then you'll teach your kids, this is how you're supposed to be as a man and this is how you're supposed to treat women regardless of if you actually like them or if you don't like them. Still treat them with respect. Even down to, like, how you talk to your kids. I feel like that is so important. Like, those parents who curse at their kids make me want to cry. What? Like, why? Even, like, I think a couple months ago, um, my nephew, he's autistic, but um, he was, like, getting worked up about something, and he was, like, a, a little emotional. He wasn't crying, but he was emotional. My grandma was like, oh, like, don't don't cry. Boys aren't supposed to cry. I had to, like, correct her, like, don't tell him that. Like, right. if Let's he feels the way, he, he should. Yeah, like, I was like, no, he should definitely be able, don't ever tell him that. So I think, like, it took her a second, but she was really like, oh, yeah, no, I shouldn't tell him that. Like, no. It's okay to cry. Like, I just want to see all the black boy joy. It's okay. Let him go through those emotions so he learns, okay, when I'm upset about something, this is how I'm going to handle it in the future. Mm -hmm. I know better than to do this when I'm upset or if I'm happy, I act this way, you know? So it's just like, all of that matters. All of like, how you talk to them, you know, um, even just like what you bring them around to, like... If you're over here talking to your girl crazy, and you beating right. on her, what you think? Like you gonna be you know? doing that from seventh grade? Yeah, like <laughs> it's kind of it's just so interesting how I when we talk about some of this stuff, I think about some of my experiences, and yeah. I'm like, yo, these men have no respect. These boys have no respect. No. And but- a lot of them are weirdos. Weirdos. <laughs> no, like you know, they're really weird, and it's like you would never think, like, oh my god, he looks so well put together. And da, da, da. they don't even and know how then, to hold a conversation. No, yeah, and then yeah, it's like behind closed doors, you're a like a doorknob. Like you're just, I, I don't <laughs> lost me. I never heard that I one. Mean, you lost me. Like you lost me. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but to just to take us back to, so we already know rape is one of the least reported crimes in America, <clears throat> but it's also the same in Nigeria. So when I was reading that part about um, the penal codes and how they basically justify rape. In the Nigerian community, it had me thinking like about the times when I would go to Nigeria and my parent, my family would basically be like, you can't wear shorts. Mm-hmm. You can't wear ripped jeans. You can't wear a tank top. You know, anything that is con- considered to be revealing, just a little skin. Yeah. Revealing too, too much. Right. But the thing is, sometimes it wouldn't be that I'm revealing anything. It would be that I'm just thicker right oh yeah <laughs> so because i'm thicker i can't wear certain clothes but it'd be like okay the same the other girl could wear the same thing but she because she's smaller, she's smaller it's okay like and it would be crazy because they really would make you like when you go to the market you have to dress fully covered where it goes back into the islamic code that they use in their constitution or whatever they use islamic you already know when it comes to islam 
it's meant to be covered. So it's like, okay, now I could put the two and two together. together. And see okay. where it comes from. That's there. why you're saying, oh, I need to dress up. Be- I need to dress up because you're saying if I show a little bit skin, I get it, there's a possibility I can't be raped. Right. And it's sad to say, like, that is happening all over the world. Like, here in America, we kind of get a little bit privileged. We could kind of walk out with shorts. No one's going to tell us anything. But... It's even worse when you go to Nigeria, but they use the same excuse here that, oh, when you're the way you dress is the reason you got raped, which that's is not justifiable. Nothing to do that. Yeah, that's not a that's not a real reason. That's not a reason, period. Like, it's not. doesn't matter what someone wears. There are just people who are sick out here and just do whatever they want whenever they want. All right, exactly. So imagine being in Nigeria where it's a lot worse. Right. So basically, if you report it, you're the one at fault because what were you wearing? Yeah, that'd no. be the first question. What were you wearing? Exactly. What were well, you that wearing? used to be the first question. What made you cause it? What did you do that caused them to do that to you? Why were you out so late? Yeah, there actually was a thing too about um, women are not even allowed to work night jobs. Yes. In Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Wow. Was it unmarried or married women that, unless they're doing like a labor kind of kind of job, they can't work? Yeah, women cannot be employed on night work in a public or any agricultural undertaking, with the exception of women nurses and women in management position who are not engaged in manual labor. Wow. Mad ass backwards, right? That's crazy. And it's it's even more crazier because Nigeria is such a growing economy, especially in Western civilization. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how are we still in those times? For sure. It doesn't make sense. Which we've evolved and developed in so many ways, but we're so back. We're being held back in so many other ways, too. It's like, when are things going to change? When are people going to finally wake up? Not people, but like the people in government. When are y'all going to wake up and see the times are changing? You're no longer, unfortunately, you're not going to live long enough. We, the young people, we're grown. We're about to be going into office and stuff. We know what it's like in, you know, our generation. You got to be like 50 to be in office. No, I'm saying like our people, as they get older, those who want to go into office, eventually they are going to fill those seats. I hope. I hope. Because we need less SoundCloud SoundCloud rappers and more. (laughs) I literally saw a post. Yeah, I saw a post the other day and it was like, if we're the new adults, like who are going to be the new preachers in church? And I was like, I like the new preachers that's coming up though. I do. Like some of them. I do. But at the same time, like that real, you know, like, I'm, I want a, a good preacher man that's going to tell me about myself and keep it pushing. Like, okay. So all right. preacher man. <laughs> Where he at? <laughs> Watch it. But on to our last and final segment for this episode. So last week, Damla talked about her favorite food being Amala. Explain, but, educate me. I'm not Nigerian, but I do have a lot of Nigerian family. You guys are like my second family anyway. So <laughs> She's so sweet. <laughs> She's been here for like 10 years. No, for real. More like, is it 10 years? Probably 12? A little more. 10. 11? 12? Yeah, horrible. That would be like yeah, that. 10 years. It's about 10 years. I, about like eight. a little, no. Like eight, nine no. Years. Oh, it's 10. over 10, yeah. But that's fine. Uh, oh, okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna educate you. I don't think you even had it. Yeah. I probably had probably to be honest. Like did. I said, I have Nigerian family, you know and fufu, right? of course, you know the brown looking food. Yeah, have you had that? Yeah. Okay, she's had it. Okay, okay. what <laughs> I'm talking about today is called ayamashe. Okay. Okay, so ayamashe is, um, how would I describe it? It's a stew. It it's a stew 
made with <clears throat> bleaching palm oil. Okay. And you're using, instead of red peppers, you're using green peppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very spicy delicacy. It goes by many names. I learned it, when I first learned it, it was called Obabekuta. Then some people call it Obairu. And then you have it called Ayamashe. And Ayamashe derives from the woman who started it. Um, I believe her name to be Felicia. Right? Felicia Ayamashe. Or I think how they would pronounce it is Ayamase. Yeah, Ayamase. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I post to translate into wife of Mase, which is the husband's name, her husband's name. But she made this too because she was a rice seller, right? And she was just trying to, you know, hustle, make that money. And so she made like this too to go with it. Always do. Right? You always do. Like, imagine that. You started, you, you're already struggling as a rice seller. First of all, you're a rice seller. That's already a hard enough task as it is selling rice. So then you add now you so you now decide, okay, I'm a remix, I'm a seller stew to go with the rice. And and it literally blew Whoa. up from there. Mm-hmm. So it takes special hands it to t- make this. It this really stew. does. And you have to have the guts to handle spice because it'd be spicy. Um uh, it's usually, from my upbringing, I've had it mostly made with different kinds of meat, like um, preferably like beef, different kinds of the cow, different parts of the cow. Mm-hmm. And then there's boiled eggs. And then, I, but when I was doing some research, it was like, okay, some people make it differently. I can't even describe how they make it. But um, I've seen people remix it to, instead of it being meat, sometimes it's fish. Okay. Or sometimes not fish. I've never seen like, it with fish before. Someone did it with not fish, um, like shrimp. Oh, that's different now. Hold on. Yes. Hold it on. Was good. I, I think it was, I th- it was my good sis Annabelle. My good sis Annabelle did it in our apartment. She literally remixed it. She was like, Oh, I'm pescatarian, so I don't want to eat meat. She made it with shrimp. And it was good. It was really good. I don't even know how to equate it to another meal that people know. Because it's definitely a unique flavor. Yeah, there is like nothing else, honestly. There really is think not. think of to compare it to. Right. And but so ayamashe, right, is usually eaten with this rice called a father rice. Some people just call it brown rice. Okay. Right? I was gonna say but it's, it's brown not rice. brown rice. I mean like it has a distinct taste to it okay. that I feel like you have to have um you have to have a certain appetite for it, or is it like really grainy, or no? It's a little bit thicker than white rice. Okay, it's kind of it's kind of white with brown spots, I would say, okay. and um, it definitely has a unique. It is a unique taste. Um, what's this thing? What's the word? What's the word? Can't help you. I don't know. What's the word? <laughs> unique. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate when I don't remember the vocabulary. It's like in English. But, um, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. You can eat it with plain rice, white rice. Um, it's very popular at parties, too. Um, but so the, I probably have had it, and I just don't know what it is, honestly. We'll have to see. It looks like like green-brown. Like a greenish-brown. And you said it's a stew, right? Yeah. You'll, yeah. See, you'll see. You know, But like it's the not pepper? a thick stew. It's, right. it's, it's not like a... Kind of oily. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm jacking it. It kind of has some texture to it. Okay. But um, it is really good. The rice, though, you can't really get it with the rice here in America because mm-hmm. bringing rice to Amer- rice from other countries is illegal because there's like the possibility of 
insects in it, gotcha. so they don't allow it to be transported to the U.S. Mm-hmm. But it's really good. If you ever had the chance to find Ayamashe, Obeiru, Obabakuta, if you find it, have it. That's the first thing I want when I get off the plane. It's very tantalizing. Like, you might start sweating on even a it trip. Too. Like, can I get an invite to you go? Yeah, I'll, I'll take you guys to Trinidad with me if you want. I'm I'm going going to go to we've been saying I wanna play that. Mass. I want to play mass. We've been, all right, so I think we should do that. What, next year? Um, or did it pass already? No, I don't think it passed yeah. yet. I don't think so. We're supposed. I'm supposed to be going in February. Hopefully. Don't <laughs> hold me to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be looking for the costumes. No, yeah. You're not playing? Are you playing? I would play if that's what you mean. I'm down me for whatever. Years. What you want to do? <laughs> give me two years. It's 20 in 2024. Yeah, I'm down. <sighs> You're going to make me feel so old. Oh my yeah. gosh! I'm but but we're gonna blink. It's gonna be twenty twenty five. Like no, yeah, <laughs> it is. I hope not. I hope I am where I want to be in life at twenty twenty five. Hey, hey, Who? I hear that. I hear that. Your life is hard right now. It's crazy. When I was in Nigeria, my mom she made the ayam. My shit was so good. Oh my gosh! I was like, and when I got back, I'm like, I have to make it. I told her on the phone. She was like, Oh, you're gonna make it. Oh, you yeah. just came back, didn't you? Like yeah. you went recently. Ugh, mm-hmm. I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. Next time, though. No, yeah, like I'm. I'm so serious. I want to go. Just I've always said I wanted to go. Is there any closing remarks you want to make? Just thank you for having me. <laughs> oh man, no, I'm serious though. Thank you for having me. We love. Having you know, I watch. You know, I'm like number one fan. I be reposting and stuff. <laughs> she don't miss a beat. No, I really don't. She don't. I really don't. That's how you know she's been in the game for long. Ten years. Minute. Ten years. You, you locked minute. in. Oh my God, you're, you're stuck with me for like ever. I'm sorry. I but feel like it's less than ten years. It's not. It can't be ten. No, years. it's been more since you knew grade. her. Be- what since you were fifteen, bro? Yeah, I've known her since I was in seventh grade. Mm-mm. You were in eighth grade. You came in sixth grade. Or- I came in sixth grade. So I was in the eighth grade then. Yeah. They went to Catholic school, y'all. And then yeah. Yeah. shout out to school. No. <laughs> they thought I went there too. Cause I was there all the time. You don't want to shout them out while I'm here, okay? Cause I got some words for them. But anyways. Ooh, ooh, not the Catholic. Ooh, not yeah. you coming for the Catholics. Not the Catholic Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Let the people know where else they can find you. Remind um, them all that stuff. I would give you my Twitter, but I'm not silly. <laughs> so add me on Instagram, Y A Y underscore O O O. That's three O's. Yeah, yo. Yes. And that's where you can find me. You won't find me anywhere else. I'm crying. Nowhere else. <laughs> but we would like but to I'll thank die. you guys for tuning in with us on this episode of the Fang Podcast. I'm Rebecca. Um, you could find me on Instagram and TikTok at that Queen Beck. And you can follow me, Mukri, the rapper. Okay? <laughs> you need to rewind and go back and listen to my bars again because they were just that dope. You missed it. Yeah, I did. So you're going to have to replay it later. Okay. Um, but yes, you can follow me at it's underscore Mukri. And that's on Instagram and TikTok. And if you're looking for some makeup inspirations, that's the word. Inspirations. Um, you and nail inspirations, you can follow me at by underscore Mercury. That's me, the one and only. Any other is a counterfeit.
<laughs> yes. Um, and to stay up to date with us and any information that we share, we are on Instagram at The Fang Podcast. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you guys next week. Peace out.